Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast that says, Scrooge you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm really funny. Kate, can you describe what we you're We have a whole at? podcast predicated well, on how funny I am. That's true. That's why we do this. Can you describe what you're looking at here on our TV? Um, I believe this is what you referred to a few hours ago as the wheel of Scrooges. Yep. And I see a wheel mm-hmm. and there are pictures on it of people that I can only assume are Scrooge. Do you recognize any of them? Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. He's young. <laughs> a Flintstone. Mm-hmm. And that is it. That's it. Okay. There are six Scrooges on this wheel. The wheel looks like kind of like a peppermint. Uh, it's on a green background. I'm really proud of this. You guys we'll can put uh, it on the we'll put it on, on Instagram, Instagram and you can. So I'm pretty sure this will work. I'm going to say it and edit it out if it didn't work. I've seen these on Instagram where it's like hold down on it because it'll pause. Right. And if it's moving really quick, it's like whatever you get, you get. So I think this should work for anyone listening. Go to the Nostalgia Instagram page. Uh, I'll link it in this episode description, too. And you should be able to play along at home if you are also deciding which version of A Christmas Carol to watch. And you can spin the Wheel of Scrooges. I used to call it Christmas Carol Roulette, but yeah, I like the Wheel of Scrooges. I'm also going to make a better version that has the ones that we've already watched on it, because like the Muppets aren't on here, you know. Uh, So I'll make a full version, but for now, on our Instagram, you'll be able to find the the version we're playing with right now. So are you ready to spin the Wheel of Scrooges, Kate? You know what? I never thought that in my marriage someone would ask me that, but I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, let me spin the Wheel of Scrooges. And let's let fate decide what we're going to watch today <sighs> all right kate i'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna start spinning it and then you're just gonna hit the space bar to stop spinning it okay don't try to game the system go ahead oh this is extremely overwhelming i feel like i might have a seizure the wheel is really spinning it's all really right. spinning a lot you, you okay, only get one try at just, this unless it ah, lands in the middle who is that okay you have landed kate on the oldest oh, of Christ. the christmas carols on here also one of the shortest yes so I don't think you'll be too upset. You've landed on an actor whose name is Reginald Owen. Why has he got his finger in his mouth? He's just kind of like poised quizzically. Okay, so this is Reginald Owen. He was Scrooge in the 1938 film, uh, A Christmas Carol. Have you ever seen this film? No. So this is great. I feel like it fits nicely in with the fact that we just watched a bunch of monster movies from the 30s. So this will be kind of of that era. Well, Kate, let me scroll on down to my notes. Um, So what I did in the past when we've done Christmas Carol Roulette, this is, I think, our third year doing this, maybe only our second. We'd spun the wheel, but back then it was a random number generator. It was way less visually interesting for this audio podcast. And then we just stopped recording and I went and did the notes and we came back another time. But I am prepared today. I have the notes for all six films. So we're we're good till. For class. Uh, what, what year will we be good till now? 2029? Excellent. Which surely we'll still be doing this by then. I, I might not even be alive wow. in 2029. That's very ominous. Okay, Kate, here we go. A Christmas Carol, 1938, starring Reginald Owen. It premiered in theaters December 16th, 1938. It was written by Hugo Butler, of course, adapted by Hugo Butler from the Dickens original. Hugo Butler also wrote the 1943 film Lassie Come Home, the first Lassie movie. Oh, based total on banger. We've we've discussed Lassie in our, uh, our 90s Lassie episodes. So, yeah. He did. He started the Lassie film series. It was directed by Edwin L. Marin, Marin, M-A-R-I-N, who directed, like, 
tons of movies during the golden age of Hollywood, worked with like lots of, you know, the biggest actors then. Hmm. Um, I, there's not one in particular that I could pull out from the list. Like none of them were, I'm sure a bigger film buff would go like, of course, a lot of these are really famous. Uh, but none of them like stuck out in a way like Lassie, uh, come home did, but Got still it. very decorated, prolific director. And it stars Reginald Owen. Reginald Owen was born in England, trained as a stage actor there. He moved to America and became a Broadway actor. He was in a few silent films in England, like while doing theater there in the 1910s. Uh, but after he moves to America, he works his way to Hollywood after doing Broadway. So by 1930, he's in Hollywood and he's becoming a movie star in the early 30s. He played Dr. Watson in a Sherlock Holmes movie. And then later he starred as Sherlock Holmes in another Sherlock Holmes movie, uh, which is kind of interesting and noteworthy. Kind of wacky. He was in tons and tons of movies. He kept acting right up until he died in 1972. Towards the end, he's in Mary Poppins. He's in Bedknobs and Broomsticks. You know, he did a lot here in film. Uh, so Lionel Barrymore was actually supposed to play Scrooge in this movie. You know Lionel Barrymore. Can you do an impression of him? Her. Do I know Lionel Barrymore? Yeah, he's the bad guy in um, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, he's Potter. Can you do an impression of him now? Um, Did you just do that without knowing who he was? That was actually not bad, but try again. Her. It's, yeah, it's pretty much the same impression. Um, so Lionel Barrymore had <laughs> been... What is he supposed to sound like? You been... do a Lionel Barrymore impression. Uh, listen here, you guy. I'm bad. That guy. I like money. My granddaughter is going to bust up some unions. Really, I'm the anti-Drew Barrymore train. The She's strike, so nice. The she probably is, is very nice. She, I don't know. She did bow to the pressure and go, all she right, did. all right. Very uh, true. You know, in her defense, and I don't really want to oh defend her. Oh, my God. Back during the 2008 um, Writers Guild strike, like all the late night guys still did their shows. Conan notably did some of his best work during what the strike. What a scabby rat. He spun his ring, but the whole point was... They were keep the writers agreed to it because it kept all the other uh, people who were involved in making late night TV employed, the camera operators, lighting people. So I think Drew Barrymore might have thought she was doing that. And then when everybody like, you know, we're we're like, what the hell are you doing? She did stop. It's just fun to make fun of her. Okay, Lionel Barrymore had played Scrooge in a radio version of A Christmas Carol every year from 1934. And then actually beyond when this movie came out all the way through 1953. He did it for 19 years straight. And like, what a great voice. Get it live. And, it very clearly yeah. makes sense why they cast him as Potter. He's the Scrooge character in uh, It's a Wonderful Life, you know, and that's actually kind of interesting. That movie came out in the midst of his run as Scrooge on the radio. So he was supposed to be in this movie because the public knew him as the voice of Scrooge, but his arthritis was acting up so bad that uh, when this movie was being made in 1938 that he was unable to do it. He could just sit in front of a microphone and do it. Uh, So they cast Reginald Owen instead. The movie was shot in October 1938 with the intention of releasing it in Christmas 1939, right? Like Mm. you'd film for a while, you'd have a whole year to do post-production and get it out, but they kind of like the studio liked what they were seeing and they're like, you know, what let's get this thing done in time for this christmas oh my god that sounds very overwhelming yeah they're filming in october they rushed the production like crazy and they did it they got it done at top speed it became a classic it aired on tv all the time forever i've never seen it either it's just one of the iconic you know most famous uh adaptations of this so we're gonna dig in are you ready to see reginald owen as scrooge in a Christmas Carol, I 1938. Think, I think I might be. Come here. Come here and know me better, Scrooge. I am the ghost of Christmas present. Have you never seen the like of me before? Never. And have you never known my elder brothers born these years before me? I'm afraid I haven't. Have you had many brothers, Spirit? A huge number. Some... Uh, 
1,800. A tremendous family to provide for. What are we going to do? Walk into the world this Christmas night so that you can hear and see and feel Christmas in the world this night. Did you say walk or fly? Touch my robe. Who was treated better, Judy Garland or the MGM lion? I think it might be the MGM lion. Damn. <laughs> they weren't putting, they weren't stuffing the MGM lion full of pills. Maybe just one pill to like keep it calm, like a little trazodone or like a little CBD treat. Do you think they had CBD treats back then? I don't think so. Yeah, the Cratchits are played by two people with the same last name. Hmm. Huh. If I had done more research, maybe we'd know if they're married. Wow. And yet, here's Tyler, not doing any research. Ooh, you know what I'm really curious about? What order they're going to do the ghosts. Hmm. It's so funny because like we're in the 30s right now, mm-hmm. right? We are not that far away from 18. Like, oh boy. I think it came out in the 18. 18- 40s, like we're book. not that far away from the 1840s, yeah. right? Like it's the way that we would think about the 20s, you know? That's weird. Here, <laughs> like we're really not that far removed. Well, here's nephew Fred looking dumb as hell. Got a little hayseed. 1843 was the yeah. original publication. So yeah. Why is he shaking that old woman? Oh, here he's going to go slide on the... Oh, look how fun, how much fun this guy's having. All right, so this mysterious man who I think is nephew Fred, but I can't be sure, has just picked up who I assume is Tiny, T- Tiny Tim and is like, all right, let's go slide on the ice. He's sliding on the little... ice with Tiny Tim on his back because like, Tiny Tim couldn't do it himself with his foot. All like right, a completely treatable, probably, foot issue in 2023. But like lucky he didn't fall over and yeah. break Tiny Tim's other leg. Oh, absolutely. You know? Like what did what happened to Tiny Tim? Like did he step on a nail, you know? For a second like, before I saw his crutch, I thought we were going to see him hurt his foot yeah. sliding here, but I was wrong. So everyone's British except for Peter Cratchit, who's just basically stepped off the set of Leave it to Beaver. Yep, nephew Fred, you look were right. Him running away. Oh yeah, look, they're scared now because they know he's related to Scrooge, who are they they're very frightened of. Honestly, like... They won't even go visit their dad, Bob Cratchit, at work because they know they're going to get yelled at by Scrooge. He's so mean. Nephew Fred is so happy. What a punk. Bob Cratchit's pants are up to his eyeballs. Look at them. It's impossible to watch any of these without thinking of like... The Muppets. Like the little little conga line in the Muppets about the heater not being hot enough. Bob, let's drink at work. It's 1830. (laughs) This is the best you could possibly hope for, Tyler. Look how excited Bob Cratchit is to drink at work. <laughs> oh no, Bob Cratchit's putting more coal on the fire. Ooh, he had you know one he's going to get beat by his employer later. Yeah, now he's breaking the rules. Oh God, he's taking the coal out of the fire with his bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> what a great detail. Oops, don't know how that got Bob, So Scrooge has arrived and he looks disgruntled that Bob Cratchit has put like three more rocks of coal on the fire. And then Bob Cratchit just reaches into the fire with his bare hands and pulls them out. What? So let's look at Scrooge here. It appears that he's, do you think those eyebrows are real? I don't know. He looks He looks wild. like he's wearing a bald cap. He looks like Peter Boyle. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of makeup to make yeah. him look this old. Yeah. And then he's got like this funky walk. Well, you know why? Because I guess we're going to see him in the past, mm-hmm. you know, maybe with, with his, oh, that his makes squeeze, yeah. you yeah. know, when he's young. So they got to do makes me wonder something i didn't research like how long have they been doing old makeup in movies because mm. this is a great early That's example really good questions and it doesn't look too bad fred's cute don't call him a hayseed fred is cute fred fred's adorable he's a little cutie <laughs> scrooge's hair is like a clown hair yeah. he's got like one thing on top and stuff sticking out of the sides i feel like this old makeup is made of asbestos or something <laughs> come on we've all gotten screaming matches with our uncles around the holidays nephew fred really has a beautiful coat on look at it he is well dressed well, he's rich. 
Do they say that in the other versions? I don't know if I no. knew Marley died on Christmas Eve. Bunsen and Beaker don't say that in the Muppets. It's a good detail. Why? Because it would make sense that his ghost would come back. Mm. This Scrooge is just so funny. He's so, <laughs> so bent over. Yeah, it's like it's like a cartoon. Yeah, he's a you bit, know what I mean? bit silly, but movies were different then. Like the Wolfman was out around this time, you know? Yeah. He is kind of walking like the Wolfman. It's like how I walk when I like run through the house at night and I, to get I'm like snack. scared that something's behind me on the stairs. I'm like, ah, what is Bob Cratchit's job? He's a bookkeeper. So he's like the accountant. Yeah. Okay. Scrooge creeping around is hilarious. It's not supposed to be. <laughs> no, it's hard to take him seriously. So hard. Can't wait to see what these ghosts look like. It's kind of nice too. to go into this blind. Yeah. I know we've completely broken the format of our podcast in recent months, but I enjoy it. Where's he putting it? So Bob Cratchit just left and Scrooge like took his wine that he'd been drinking from Fred and was going to throw it away. He sniffs it. He's like, oh, there's still wine in here. And he goes to keep it and he jams it in his back pocket, I guess. It's such a weird. Also, so Bob Cratchit is walking home. <laughs> it's like 7 p.m. on At December least. 24th. He's tired. He hates his job. And then he just gets absolutely blasted by these little boys with snowballs. Are his two sons here? Oh, no. Look, he's happy. Yeah, he's giving it right back. Yeah, and he's like, oh, when I was a young boy, my siblings all died yeah. of the plague, but I threw, I could throw a mean snowball. All right. So he's like, all right, kids, let me show you how to throw a snowball. Right. And of course it's Scrooge. He doesn't know it. So yeah. he wings it at Scrooge. Just blast Scrooge with a snowball, which is amazing. What a great detail. Yeah. He knocked his hat off. Oh no, he didn't run away either. He's going to go. Oh, you got to run away. Did. <laughs> Scrooge's hat got run over by a carriage. I love my life. <laughs> this is a good movie. This is actually pretty funny, yeah. And in all honesty, even though Scrooge is ridiculous here, this is a little more, uh, I feel like this gives him more of a reason to be mean to Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit yeah. just threw a snowball at his just face. blasted him in the face yeah. with a snowball. You know, I might consider reprimanding an employee for that. I mean, maybe not firing him. They have a contentious relationship anyway. Though. Right. What do you think this goose butcher smells like inside? It does not smell good. There's just They're just hanging everywhere. I mean... It's probably pretty cold in there because there's probably yeah. no heat, but All still. Right. So Bob Cratchit is now in a manic state, having been fired and had his wages taken, repossessed by his employer. He's just running through the streets, buying like a goose and all the Christmas trimmings, some chestnuts. It's not good because he's like, well, my whole family is going to starve to death. They're going to get one good in meal. In January. Yeah. This is it. Oh, that guy just filled his pocket with hot roasted chestnuts. <laughs> Sounds like it would be very soothing. Especially on such a cold day. It is Christmas Eve. Bob Cratchit is like, well, half of the children will starve to death. The other half will go to the workhouse. Like, might as well have one nice Christmas. Yeah. Wow, look how many Cratchit children there are. Yeah, they've been busy. <laughs> this whole family is wilding out over this goose. Everyone's in their night clothes. It's like, it's like 7 p.m. Look, the children are cradling this slaughtered goose. They formed some kind of conga line to take the goose to the kitchen. They're, They're so, so excited. Them, the parents, everyone's so happy. The Cratchits look reasonably middle class, right? They do, they do. I mean, obviously, they're not they're not wealthy by any means, um, but it's not like the Muppet Christmas Carol yeah. where they're living in like a like a shack. Yeah. You know, and then also I would like to note the children just assaulted Bob Cratchit for these chestnuts. They were all screaming and just pulling at his pockets. It was wild. It does seem like a nice little happy family. 
it's nice to see a movie where like from the 30s where the family genuinely seems to like each other yeah. and the husband and wife generally yeah. genuinely seem to like big, each other big smooch when he came in the door yeah. they seem like they joke a lot he remembered everything on the list she gave him god bless that's, i can't do that that's a good marriage i have no you. kids and i uh, can't even be distraction free enough to uh Remember everything on the list. It was a different time, baby. If Bob Cratchit had a smartphone, you best believe he wouldn't complete that list. Here we go. All right, that doesn't look so good. The uh, the door knocker turning into Marley. Yeah, it was just kind of like a It silly... was also much less startling than the definitive uh, Christmas Carol, the Muppet Christmas Carol, yeah. when it turns into a stuffed man's face and it screams at him, which is True. something that used to terrify me. They used to think about all year round when I was having trouble falling asleep. Do you st- ever, does that ever keep you up anymore? Or you, um, are you over not it? Not in my 30s, but okay. perhaps in my 20s. <laughs> But you know, uh, to defend this against the Muppets for a second, to play devil's advocate, just because what else are we going to do today? I guess here it's less startling because it gives him more of a possibility to wonder, maybe I just imagined it. If you saw a screaming Muppet head, I don't think you would possibly think you imagined it. Where's that wine? I want to see him pull it out of his back pocket. (laughs) Has he sat down yet? Oh boy, what's he having? What is this? Some sort of castor oil? Medicine? What's he eating out of a bottle on a spoon? It's probably a combination of like cocaine Mm. and alcohol yeah probably his and doctor it's marketed prescribed as it. like dr thayer's miracle oil <laughs> eat 10 spoons a day may straighten your posture <laughs> operate a vehicle yep scrooge is really stalking around his house the walk is such an odd choice like i respect the choice but it is genuinely so odd. Also, if they're going to have him walk like this, why not just have Lionel Barrymore doubled over with arthritis to it? You know, I love a sleeping cat. I mean, like Scrooge is just probably having like a mental health crisis. He's a hoarder. Look at all those papers in the corner. Oh, wow. Marley's here. Yeah, they did that like classic ghost thing where he's just yeah. like half see-through. I really wish there were some singing puppets in this. <laughs> Look at that classic like 1800s cloth that they bind your jaw up with when they're like, well, there's nothing more we could possibly do for him. Let's um, let's put a, a cloth around his face. Yeah, like what you'd see like a someone with a toothache had yeah. in like a Looney Tunes. He probably died of a toothache. You're right. I bet you're right. Didn't that happen? Remember when we watched The Mummy? Didn't somebody die from a toothache or something? Oh, no, he pulled his teeth out because he was going blind. Yes. That was it. This was a very underwhelming encounter with a ghost. Yeah. Well, there's no musical number. Jacob Marley's being real extra here, rattling his chains. He rattles the chains and then Scrooge mentions them and he's like, oh, so you've noticed my chains, eh? These? (laughs) These old things. Uh Definitely a good message, right? Like we forge our... Are chains by what we do in life. Are you giving the hot take that Charles Dickens was a good writer? No. It's a good message. Scrooge just did a let me let you go, which is excellent. Don't let me keep you from the great beyond. God, this is like when you run into someone you went to high school with at your local grocery store in your hometown and then they try to sell you supplements. Huh. These ghosts are busy. One ghost an hour. Quite a schedule. So he's done by 3 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Or I guess the third one arrives at 3 a.m.? Yeah, so maybe done by 4 Oh man, this is how I felt when I was a kid on AOL Instant Messenger and I got sent one of those uh, like chain mail messages that's like, a little girl with no eyes or face will arrive in one hour and kill you if you don't forward this message. And I didn't believe in it enough to forward it, but I was kind of scared for the next hour. You were scared? Oh yeah. Like, was it night? Oh yeah, it was It was like, I shouldn't have been up. Mm. There was an era of my life when I was like, 11 to 14 where i would just like stay up on the computer all night watch cartoons on newgrounds and homestar runner it just wasn't wasn't healthy bad sleeping habits so the ghost of christmas past is here looking (gasps) cute as heck i am the ghost of christmas past she's just a standard (laughs) mgm woman blonde 
skinny, got her dress on. The music in this is so overwrought. Yeah, the music's been pretty funny in this. Like, when he walked in, when Scrooge first entered the scene, the business, it was like, bum, bum, bum. The little hat she's wearing is hilarious. (laughs) This is where the movie should end. When she takes him to fly out the window, he should just fall to his death. That's it. She's like, problem solved. Whoa, look out. There they go. Nothing will ever beat, though, that scary floaty baby. Oh, yeah. That, like, underwater nightmare baby from the Muppets. I say it every year. uh, We really messed up by watching the Muppets in our first nostalgia Christmas all those years ago. It's all downhill from there. Go back and listen to it. It honestly is the best one. Yeah, just turn this off. Just turn this off. (laughs) Go watch the real one and then listen to our episode about it. The real one, the Muppets version. This one, though, I'm going to say, not so bad. Um, It's funny. I'm enjoying it. It's not supposed to be funny. I would watch this again in the future of my, uh, not for a podcast. Man, men will do anything except go to therapy. Travel back in time with the spirit. Yep. Isn't this just like a complicated version of therapy? I guess this is Dickensian therapy. You have to face the ghosts of your, the people you, you knew in life, you know, before they died. Then you have to regress through your whole life and think about it. Project out into the future and change your decisions based on that. Hmm. There you go. I love when they set something up like Shakespeare, when they're like, goodbye, young Scrooge. <laughs> this young Scrooge looks like Will Poulter. Oh yeah, I can see Look it. Look at him. His friend looks like Conan O'Brien. Oh, that's Fred's mom. Right. Yeah. So Ebenezer's sister, Fred's mom in this version, like goes and picks him up for Christmas. Yeah. And presumably maybe they have a nice Christmas. I don't uh, know. Let's see. Yeah, I guess he Which just had a nice choice. Christmas that year. Yeah. Maybe his father was visited by three ghosts. She's maybe. like, Daddy is so much nicer than he used to be. He sent me to get you. I love looking at Fezziwig because he's just Fozzie Bear. <laughs> Look at him in every version. He's Fozzie Bear. This is a very happy looking man. He definitely drinks at work too. Oh, absolutely. He's had like five bottles of wine at work today. <laughs> He's just getting started. Fezziwig is really showing a great deal of work-life balance you know he's like really modeling this for them he's like all right guys you better spend christmas with me eating christmas dinner and having a great time and then maybe we should take the next day off (laughs) then he gives them some gold coins or maybe an orange we couldn't tell maybe an orange at this time was worth more than a gold coin basically wow (laughs) he just tried to choke out that ghost he, he, he like came to like strangling his pillow while I he was really yelling don't at like her. I like this normalized <laughs> violence against women. Wow. I don't like it. All right. Here he is. So the ghost of Christmas present is just sitting in Scrooge's bedroom wearing a robe and ba- completely bare chested <laughs> underneath, which is like a really odd choice. Come here and know me better, Scrooge. Yeah. So technically they're just going one day in the future. Yeah. They're like just going into the morning. He's sprinkling Christmas spirit from his horn. <laughs> He's, He's got just, some sort of strange horn, like a metal horn. Yeah, like it's it like, looks a, like, you'd blow like a cornucopia it. type horn. And, and he just waves it around. Shaking it at people. it makes a noise and a light, but there's nothing actually like coming out. Yeah, it's Christmas spirit yeah, is coming out, yeah. Tyler. He just made two men who were about to fist fight in the street, like hug it out and walk away. It's good. How often do men get into fistfights on this street for bumping into each other? It just keeps happening. The Ghost of Christmas Presents floral holly crown is really beautiful. Very Midsommar. Yeah. God, so having to watch a children's choir around the holidays has just been an obligation for everybody for all time. (sighs) Oh, oh yeah. He's putting the moves on, uh, what's What's her her name? name? Louisa. So Fred's here with his, uh, his, his girlfriend, his fiance, maybe. He's really belting the song. And they're trying to hold hands on that hymnal. Oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't even notice. Yeah. He's like, he really went for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're sharing a hymnal in the pew. Oh, so I guess we should point out we were wrong. In the past, we did not see Scrooge at his adult age. He was a child. 
and he's now an old man again. So I don't know. I guess they just put him in old makeup because they wanted him to play him. Man, everybody goes to the same church. You yeah, know? it's a small town, London. Bob Cratchit's sideburns are next level. Yeah, Bob Cratchit's whole hair thing is pretty bad. Bob Cratchit kind of looks like Patton Oswald. Kind of does. Again, this movie's only an hour. I cannot believe how much time they're spending. How much time? On this, uh... This church scene of everyone just singing. Look at Bob Cratchit, strong as an ox, carrying his disabled oh, son. Oh, yeah. He's got him hoisted up over yeah. his shoulder. Wow. What's she got in her hands? A muff? Yeah, she's got a muff. Also, Fred's uh, fiance is like, don't slide on that ice. Because if you fall and hit your head, it's over for you. It is over. We do not have antibiotics. <laughs> we do not have modern surgical technique. That is it. Whoa. They're just making out. Fred and uh, what's her name? What is her name? I don't know. We're going to call her Mary. Just unabashedly making out in a snowbank. Yeah, he made her slide on the ice, and then they, of course, collapsed. Absolutely wild. And then uh, we're perfectly positioned in a snowbank for a little smoochin'. Way to be a buzzkill, Ghost of Christmas Present. He's like, all right, maybe if they had a little money, Tiny Tim would live. Obviously, right? Because healthcare is a privilege. But just, like, imagine the kind of healthcare that Tiny Tim could have gotten in 1830 if he had money. He could have gotten um, some kind of horrible, like, bone-stretching device strapped to him. Maybe, like, a medication made of heroin, you know? The best leeches money could buy. Yep. Oh, no. Bob Cratchit just had the look on his face of a family annihilator because he hasn't told his family that he lost his job yet. His manic behavior, his lying about the fact that he uh, has been fired. Uh-oh. I'm a bit worried. All right, maybe he'll tell his one adult daughter. Is she an adult? Uh, or is she just this, 14 in 1830? Yeah, and this time she's an adult. She's married. The good thing is Bob Cratchit's going to get away with this lie because Scrooge is witnessing it and will reinstate him by day's end before he has to admit it to everyone, right? Hooray. Everyone's like really <laughs> eyeing up this goose. Tiny Tim cannot contain himself. He He's literally fidget. quaking with excitement. <laughs> As they stare down the cooked goose. This kid is just not well. Tiny Tim is having a lot of troubles. Oh, here's the pudding. It's somehow ablaze, Tyler. <laughs> oh my God, that plum pudding is just absolutely in flames. It's still burning as she's cutting and serving it. <laughs> what a nice scene. All right, here, children, get drunk on my punch. Bob Cratchit has been marinating this punch all day. All year, I think. And he's just pouring it out to his uh, children. Yeah. He's like, all right, kids, let's get drunk. It's 1830. It's uh, one day a year. The children. There's six of you, and statistically, like, only three of you are going to make it to adulthood. Oh, so no. let's let's have a drink. Oh, Bob Cratchit is drinking from the pitcher. Just a very excitable family. Yeah. Scrooge. What a creep. Yeah, what a creepo. He's like, let me stay and listen to the story Bob's telling his children. That ghost's like, we gotta go, dude. I've seen enough through their window, you absolute He isn't absolute your employee creep. and your daddy. I fired him. Can he be my daddy now? I love, I love this scene every time where they just shit talk Scrooge and he's like standing in the corner as a spirit. <laughs> After he just saw so the like good. nice scene at the Cratchit yeah. house. What is this young people's Christmas celebration? It's cool. This is like the equivalent of uh, Gen Z back then. So <laughs> this uh, Christmas celebration is bussing no cap. There's one man <laughs> staggering in front of the camera. <laughs> he does not know where his, his spot his is. Mark is. He is not hitting his mark. <laughs> Hit your mark and say your line. That's it. Oh what yeah. A wild scene. Oh yeah. Look at this. 
this. Ooh. So now Fred and his fiance have like snuck away and they're like, they pulled the curtains so their friends can't see them, but they don't realize Scrooge's ghostly form is right outside the window watching them make out. It's amazing. But now he's like, let me stay. Ghost is like, ew, gross. <laughs> Nasty fool. All right. So now he's just uh, resting. He's resting and smiling. Like, oh God, that smile is horrendous. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to look bad because he's yeah. never smiled before. Yeah. You know? He's seeing people have fun for the first time in his life. Uh-oh. All right. The Ghost of Christmas Future, another source of many of my childhood nightmares. Here to freak us out. This one isn't as quite as scary looking. It does I don't just think. seem like a guy in a robe, right? Yeah. There's long arms and the Muppets. Oh, he's it's like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. It's just a guy. Like, realistically, in any version, Scrooge isn't going to live to see next Christmas, right? No. Even if he's nice all year. There's no vitamins. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. So this is the. This is Christmas Day next year, and he died on Christmas Eve. Is this Scrooge's body? Oh my in bed? God! Wow, he's not at the graveyard. He is in his own bedchamber, looking at his own body in bed. All right, now we're peeking at the Cratchits. He outlived Tiny Tim, though. Yep. At least by a few days. Okay, I guess making the Cratchits so fun and lively was to provide contrast for just how depressed they all are here. Yeah. Because, like, the Muppet Cratchits, they're, they're like, fun, but not like this. No, they were not. It's they're... shocking that real people could be more fun than Muppets. <laughs> Sad. Are you crying? Yeah. Are you? All he needed was one medicine. I could have easily purchased it, and I chose not to. One like equals one prayer. I just love Scrooge always being like, who is that other dead guy, though? Does anyone want to tell me? <laughs> no, no, no one wants to say, huh? Man, that interaction between uh, Bob Cratchit and Mrs. Cratchit, though, that was rough. That was really messed up. Oof. I had a small cry. Yeah, me too. They got us, Kate. We've laughed. We've cried. They've done it all. Here's what I like and don't like simultaneously about this Scrooge. Mm -hmm. He's always making big choices. Yes. Right? It's a little bit uh, exhausting to watch because he's constantly making big choices. Like he doesn't have a lot of range. But, but... I would say they don't, we don't spend that much time with Scrooge. Hmm. I feel like when he's visiting these eras, we mm -hmm. really just see. That's a good point. What's going on. So maybe they thought he was in it infrequently enough. <laughs> but yeah, he's going nuts here. No so, one will ever beat Michael Caine yeah. though. Are we further in the future now, right? Because now he has a grave and we saw him in his yeah. bed before. Okay. Yeah. And he died on Christmas Eve next year. Uh, unclear. All right. I'm just trying to get the timeline straight in my head. If I had a relative who switched personalities overnight, though, I would be very concerned. I'd be like, you know what? We might have to go to the emergency room. Yeah. If my employer showed up at my house on Christmas with a dead bird <laughs> and was just in my living room and just yelling, like, bring your whole family here, including all of your children, I would call the police. Oh, now they're playing with a carousel. Whoa. I'm confused. Some sort of crazy new technology to make a toy carousel. Peter, put some chestnuts on the fire. Yes, Let's sure. tidy the table. Oh, such a smell. Sweet enough. Sweet as honey, obviously made by an expert. Oh, and our only experts allowed to taste it. Oh, my dear. Glasses on. Glasses. Oh, my father. Thank you. Three. is the largest, but a Merry Christmas to us, my dears, and God bless us all. And here's to next Christmas. May it bring us luck. And may Mr. Scrooge give your father a raise. And a Merry Christmas to Mr. Scrooge.
Jimmy. I'll drink to that. What'd you think? It was actually a lot more fun than I thought. I was feeling kind of disappointed when I landed on this in the wheel of Scrooges. Mm-hmm. But actually, I'm I'm pretty pleased. I'm not going to lie. I had a great time. I had a super duper time. Me too. That was um, like really fun. It was mostly, I think, really fun to make fun of. Like, it was just so wacky at yeah, different points. It, it is. It feels pretty lighthearted, though. Like, yeah. I don't know that it was all accidental uh, humor. Sometimes yeah. it was. Like, his just walk. But um, uh, <laughs> his weird walking. But, uh, like, it, it was it was a little silly at times. It, I mean, the movie opens with Fred, like, sliding around on the ice yeah. for fun, you know? I yeah. think that sets a good tone. What were you uh, pulling for if this was disappointing originally? What, what were you hoping for on the I, Wheel of Scrooges? I wasn't. I don't think I had any hopes You were hoping the wheel would break. Yes, I was hoping to break the wheel. <laughs> Here's what I really enjoyed about it the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed that the Cratchit family was just, like, so happy. I don't know. I just feel like you don't see too many movies. Yeah. From this era where a family is depicted as like just having a really fun time. And those were the two actors who might have been married in real life. Yeah. Maybe that's why Maybe that's they were so why. sweet. Let's but look yeah. It up. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Pause. I'm look it up. Research break. Yes. Okay. We looked it up. They were really married. So that's sweet. Oh, man. What? They were married from 1924 until his death. When did he die? Well, 1957, not too long. Uh, still. Damn. Oh, he's the judge in Miracle on 34th Street? Oh. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so you were saying that you enjoyed how sort of sweet and happy the... And just fun. ...family was. And I guess it makes sense that they were married in real life. Good for them. Yeah, we spent a lot of time with the Cratchits. They, yeah, I feel like super. we spent almost as much time with them as we did with Scrooge, maybe more. And um, honestly, uh, actually, you know what? I liked Nephew Fred, even Fred though I make good. fun of Nephew Fred. He was nice. Um, Scrooge, you know, I don't know. He He's doing something. Whether whether he pulls it off or not, he's trying. He made a lot of big choices. He did. It did. Really I respect did. that. I respect no. Reginald Owen here as Scrooge. That was very pleasant. So I, I have no complaints. Uh, I do recommend it. If you're, well, at first I recommend you just spin the wheel of Scrooges. Yeah, if you're going to watch a Christmas happens. Carol this year not sure what to watch but if you don't want to let fate decide you should check out uh, 1938 if you haven't seen it because uh, that was really that was, was really fun. nice yeah it was and, a good time and a lot of the shots were definitely mimicked in the Muppets so yeah. that's fun too if you like the Muppets version alright thanks Kate uh, we're kicking off this holiday season got a, uh, several weeks in store here for you get ready hello ladies and gentlemen well, I've been assigned one of the most pleasant tasks I've ever known. I'm going to introduce to you a character I've loved for many years. <laughs> Strangely enough, when you first meet him, you're going to loathe the very sight of him. He's mean and grasping. He's hard-hearted and tight-fisted. As miserable an old windbag as ever faked a sneeze when the collection plate goes by. <laughs> He'll probably remind many of you of your landlord. But you, as I did, and millions before us, are going to grow to love him. Hesitantly, at first, I'll admit, but finally he'll overwhelm your heart and be off with it. His name is Scrooge, the famous Dickens character, Ebenezer Scrooge of A Christmas Carol. Old Scrooge is played on the screen by Reginald Owen. <laughs> and Reginald is old Scrooge, just exactly as Dickens conceived him, and as you and your children know him and love him. 